Welcome to Executive Tools. This week, part three of three of our re-release of the Hall of Fame casts, The Deliberate Executive Waypoint, my interview with our good friend, Dan McGuire. Enjoy the show. So tell me again, you, you mentioned post-it notes. I want to ask, first I want to ask one question. I want to ask a technical question or a technology question for you, because I know we're going to get it and you won't like it. Um, so how many post-it notes did you end up one of these more? First of all, when you start this process, looking at all your paper preparation and so on, and you start the process of writing things down on, on uh, sticky notes. How long did you set aside for this? Is this literally all day or is it only four hours or is it two hours? Just just going through my materials and dumping them yeah. on the table? Right. Takes me a solid 90 minutes. Okay. So I'm going to schedule two hours for it. Yeah. Maybe even two and a half the first solid time. Solid 90 minutes. And that's the first time. That's just the first yeah. part. And, yeah. Yeah. I know. I get that. Okay. And, and, and at the end of that 90 minutes, there's going to be, the, the, the table is going to be covered in post-it notes, right? Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. How many? Because Remember. you say you say covered. Some people, Dan, you'd have to if you do podcasts a while, you have to answer a lot of questions from people. You discover how differently they hear things than you say things. So yeah. so you're you're so let me just tease you a little bit. So you're saying you're gonna have fifty, right? Fifty no. post-it notes. No, no, no. Okay, so seventy-five. No. No, hundred? Hundred. Right. It is a um, function, is somewhat of a function of the size of your sure. purview. Okay, but I, my, my point is now tell us how many you had. Usually 250 to 300. <laughs> I bet you nobody guessed that high. I, yeah. I, I don't know. You got to figure, right? And the beauty of this thing is you're going from the four growth perspectives, right? Personal, right? Career, right. organizational, and company slash industry, right? So all right. the materials you brought, they're covering those four areas of your life. Because we talked about they're interdependent. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to make a major waypoint change in my career, the chances are it's going to roll right into my personal life. Um, it could, you know, and certainly uh, organizational, you know, and and they're interdependent. And right, so you really do. It's a lot to read and a lot to cover, and you're going to pull right. insights out like crazy. So I would say easily two fifty to three hundred. I right. mean, so Mark, bring so one of these big old stacks. Yeah, and more, more. You he held up a quarter inch thick stack of post-it notes. Yeah. You mean like a, one of those big, one of those big cubes yeah. with like five hundred in it? Okay, so let me let me go back. You mentioned succession plans. So I, one of the things I do in gathering my insights. Mm -hmm. Oh, hey, actually, let me ask the question that's in the listeners' minds right now, Dan. Sure. You're not saying you're going to have because you've had 250 to 300 insights. You're going to come out of this things with 200 or two, 250 to 300 deliverables, right? You're not saying that. <laughs> no, I'm not saying okay, that. Okay, good. We're gonna we're gonna do some distillation, is what you're saying, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, good. Okay, so let's go back now. I'm trying to help the listener be yeah. as be trying to be as specific as possible. So, uh, succession plans. Um, give me an example of an insight that would come out of a succession plan. Um, Mary has no backup. Oh, that's so good. Okay. Right. Um, okay. I have three high potential people here ready for the next step. You know, Brad, Amit, and Raj. Okay. Okay. Uh, Phyllis has been in the role for a very long time and has plenty of backup. Okay. So these are all things that immediately I'm trying, you know, decisions are starting to form in my head right, right, prematurely right, right. that, right. hey, I have. I have some capacity here, baby. 
Right. Right. Okay. Where, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I have to hire more people. Right. Right. You, you know, inside the organization, there's potential there. And this is measuring the oh, potential. I, I got to tell you, this is catnip. I have been telling people for years and their eyes glaze over and they don't believe me. And I, you know, as you've heard me say before, I console myself with being right. The CEO doesn't want you to hire more people when you think you need more people. Your CEO wants you to know your people so well that you can tap the potential that's not being tapped yeah. before you go outside the organization and right. spend more money and add to the cost base. Right. right. Yeah. And my when it, when it did come time to have a hiring conversation, it went, I'm considering Brad for this role. Here's strengths and weaknesses. You tell me. And I've had my manager say, no, I don't think so. Brad's right for the sales job. You need to hire somebody. We need somebody new here. And okay. it was a you tell me conversation, not a okay. I need a hire. Right. Okay. okay. Fair enough. So okay. so I have so just succession plans alone, I'll have 12, 13, 14 insights yeah. right there. Those are yeah. all potential for me. And the insights are again really granular. Granular. And we don't a have sentence to work. on a post-it. Yeah. But we're not having we're not having to see these things come in front of our eyes and then think, I don't want to put that down because I only have the bandwidth to action fifty insights. Yeah. The insights again are going to be distilled, aggregated, collocated here, collated, and so on. Yeah, it's 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 a brainstorming session, Mark. Right. Okay, good. Okay, right? you're that, brainstorming that out of yeah. your input. More is better onto yeah. the table. Okay, right? more, more is fine. More is Give um, me an example of a personal or a familial. Uh, insight you might get. Um, I need Friday nights free for my daughter. Okay. Okay. I would like to be on the executive board of this charity. I need to free up five five nights a week. Not five nights, five nights a month. You know mm -hmm. that sort of thing, right? And and Saturdays. Right. Um, right. You know those are the sorts of things out of a personal life. But one of the other ones is, hey, you know what? I want to take I wanted to take some technology classes for myself. To keep up with the organization, you know, I, I know when they are, I need to free that time up. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, you yeah. know th those, are, those are kind of yeah. good and, examples. And, and can you just give us some, some personal insight here? Because I think there are a lot of managers who are listening who are going, yeah, I can't really do that. I can't see my way to do that. But you're saying as an executive, you can do it and you just rearrange your schedule and you make those things happen and it yeah. works. Yeah. yeah. What's it's, interesting is, of course, those managers actually have the ability. They just don't believe they have the ability. And they haven't taken a day to sit down and look at it no. all. Yeah. Right? So so you've, you filled up the table. I think now it's time to do a little bit of refinement, Mark. Okay? Okay. Um, so Again, just, can I just go back, though? I'm, I'm spoon-feeding everybody a little bit because you've already done this several times. Uh, and I'm trying to be a bridge between no, keep going. Superman over here. <laughs> but, but personal and family is one of the four in mm -hmm. the box, career and professional, yeah, organizational, yeah. and then lastly, company industry. Yeah. So company industry might include I've got a I've got a pretty soft external network. And I may have to strengthen that. Yeah. Uh, or I don't have any friends at our competitor XYZ and I should. Yeah. 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 And okay, that's, good. The, and that right there is one of the most neglected things I see. Because especially for people long time in a company, they look inward. But executives, yeah, out need to. Oh look my out. gosh, yeah. Right? And yeah. Um, 
That's the, I think that's a big one. That that also, you know, you, one of the things we're bringing here in, as a material, a prep material, is the company strategy, Mark. And I'm looking okay. at my organization, and you know what? It says something about innovation in the company strategy, but boy, did we have a tactical year. There's mm-hmm. some insights right there. How do we connect with innovation? How do we connect with the head of marketing? How do we connect with the head of strategy? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so you know, that's why I, I always make bringing the company strategy a piece of this. You know, it's interesting about this. I just had this realization that you said we had a really tactical year. My experience has been with IT organizations. Now, you were a CTO, and so maybe you you tell me my my sense of it is skewed incorrectly. But I would say that IT organizations are naturally predisposed to be completely, nearly completely tactical. And then they resist when the business finally says, we need you to be a strategic partner in this. It's too important. Our digital, we, we've got to have digitization of things. And so the business says, no, we're doing X. And they ram it down tactical IT's throat rather than IT having leadership. True or false? Like anything else, right? Uh, it's a little bit uh, of a I tug of war. Guys, by the way, Dan's a nice guy. I think this is. I think he's saying this is false. Without I'm saying that it's in general. I found that to be true with IT organizations, mm-hmm. but there was always. I always made sure that we had a group that was glued like a limpet mind to the business. Right. Okay. So yeah. if they wanted to do a new type of trading or a new type of technology, or they they were looking at uh, new ways to. Um, to build campaigns for customers and things like that. Right. I always had some people grinding through that stuff and right. looking at technologies and doing things like that. Um, it was hard to fund, Mark, so I needed to be creative. Yes. But well, the, you we don't have the funding. The business does. The business, the business has the funding and sometimes- The business has the funding, right? Yeah. The business is capital B. Right. But they're the overhead funding. to you. Right. Right. It's yeah. The head of finance yeah, isn't seeing exactly. this marketing innovation piece- Clearly, until you put something in front of them, you need to do some work to put something in front of them. Does right. that make sense? Yeah, got okay. it. Okay, so so we've got 300 Post-it notes all Post-it over notes. my conference room table. Yeah. I'm a little overwhelmed. I assume you're going to help us get past this yeah, I am. fabulous brainstorm. We created <laughs> something good, but now it feels bad. Yeah, we like, created, I don't know what to and, do. And we have everything written down from, I need to spend more time with my kids on Friday night all the way through to, I need to spend, you know, I need to train my uh, my number two on how to do board meetings. All right. the way, everything in between. Right. Okay. okay. And and are they organized yet? Did you put them in four quadrants? No, they're all just random. But let, let's face it, as you start reading through reading through your documentation, putting them on the table. Yeah, they're a little bit grouped to have they're, they're it, you know, a little, they're a little bit. bit grouped. You know, your org chart ones tend to stick to the middle of the table around the edges. You have succession and those yeah. sorts of things. But I'm not asking you to group them yet. Um, okay. So one of the things that I do is I look across the insights on all the table and I want to say which ones, you know, some of these are, there's got to be, I have to bring this into relief a little bit. Some of these yeah. are a little bit more equal than others, right? <laughs> okay, um, good. Yeah. And um, and one of the ways I do this is is uh, to to give, to put some texture to it. Um, you know, we all have weaknesses and tendencies. I like, one of the things I like to do, and Mark, I learned this from you, is pull out disk, right? Uh-huh. And I say, who am I? Which is, you know, uh, a DC. ID, high C. Right? Yeah. 
So my questions I'm going to ask myself is how do I be more of an IRNS? And, right. And how do, how is that baked into- more of a people person, right. How is that baked into here? So I'll ask things like, okay, which one of these insights has me investing more in relationships? Okay, let me okay. mark those. Let me make sure. Yeah. How about those... new relationships, especially at other firms? Okay, uh, let, me, yeah. let me mark those. Because that's, that's, that's not a natural choice for you. You would be way more tactical and no. internal. And I'd rather do email operation. at, at night, Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. How am I- Well, I, can, can right. I tell you mine? You're, you, that's a really good one. Right. I, I would not have thought of DISC. I'm glad you did. I'll tell you what I would thought of, I, what, what I've thought of. It's because of my job, I'm not saying I'm particularly bright, but my yeah. perspective is different than a lot of people's. I'll tell you the one thing I would make first, family. And I'll tell you why. Because if I get family right, even if they fire me, I'm going to be okay. Yeah. And, and so I, and what I have learned is the executive level jobs will metastasize and eat your life. And um, if you tell yourself, nope, there are going to be some hard stops and I'm prepared to put the risk where it needs to be at work yeah. rather than at home because work is second and home is first. If I get the family stuff right, I won't be thinking, oh my gosh, in the next 90 to 180 days, I'm going to do all these new initiatives and everything. And it's going to, again, eat my life. And then suddenly five years have passed and I keep telling my wife and kids, you're number one, but I'm just on this train of, I always have an initiative and it always takes me till eight o'clock at night. And suddenly it's Saturday mornings too. And then I'm not there on Friday night for Dana and Lauren. Right. So my yeah. suggestion would be when you go through your personal notes, those go yeah. on red post-its, man. Red. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right? like, like, okay. Yeah. And right. and I will tell you something, folks, if you don't know it, I, if you haven't heard me say it, I'm going to say it again for the billionth time. You can get all of your work done in less time than you're spending now. Absolutely. The, the problem is you leave your end of day stop time open. And because of that, you're sloppy between noon and five or six or seven. If you have to go home to, to see Dana or to see Lauren perform or do whatever they do, yeah, um, I do, or to be at a board meeting for something, you will be much more efficient during the day. And you will actually be living the idea that family comes first. Yeah. Yeah. I also found when I did those things, my people grew faster. Oh, that's such a great point. I think of that, but you're absolutely right. You have to say it. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not going to be here. Because I would say something like, hey, Carl, you know what? I got to get home. Yeah. Um, you know, I have this big thing going tonight. There's a board meeting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's Thursday. Why don't we meet on Wednesday and talk about it? Right. But I'd, I'd, if you could cover that, it'd be great. Yeah. You know, so, um, so yeah. So I look at this and I, and I, you know, I challenge myself to say, Hey, are you allowing people to innovate or are they, or do they have a voice? Are, you know, and, and the other one is Dan, are you bringing energy or are you just execution man? Okay. Cause I'll mm. fall into that. Right. So, so I'll ask you myself. You mean tactic? You mean tactically? Just where are we on this deliverable? Yeah. This deliverable? Yeah. This deliverable. Where where are we on this? And you know how, how you know this is late. How do we do this? How do we do that? As opposed to hey, you know what? Why don't we get some in? Why don't we be creative and find a way we can blast this? Not only right. on time, but let's do it a week early and let's make a big splash. Okay. Right. I like that. And yeah. And yeah my high eye would absolutely think of that. Oh, we're gonna get so much credit. It's gonna be big. <laughs> we're gonna have a party. 
You yeah, know? but you're not a high eye, so you would not naturally think about that. No. So you're, out, you're saying you've got to embrace the other side because it takes all all four quarters. That's all I'm saying is that I just yeah. I just run a check on the other yeah. side, right? Um, and and what I'll do is as I do that, I'll highlight some of these, you know, and certainly the family ones will come out. And I, so now I've had this, I've asked some questions, and now I have another, you know, just popped up a few. And then I have a few challenge questions. And these are things that I have in my back pocket, Mark, and everybody has these, where you had a moment of, you've been made humble <sighs> by a mentor or a manager or somebody in, in your career. Um, and you know that you have to always ask yourself this question or else you're going to be put yourself right. right back in the bucket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And one of the ones is, and, and, and Mark, you know me, right? Occasionally, <laughs> I can be cynical. <laughs> okay. Oh, you're you're the master. You should go on the road as a stand-up comic with your cynicism. <laughs> so, um, how am I performing as an example of the culture I wish to create? I had I once had an HR manager who is a good friend of mine. She was she still is a good friend. Um, come up to me and say, you know, smart guy. You have this great positive organization, but sometimes you blow it and you say mm-hmm. the wrong thing in front of them and you're cynical about things yeah. that are going on in the company and it's a bad example. Yeah, it's, it is. It's a bad example. And you get to be an executive and now you are the company. You know, I'll, I'll tell you an example. You'll appreciate this as a guy who is in the Merchant Marine. Um, when the commander of a ship gets piped on board a ship, the commander of the ship is name, his name or her name is the ship. So they say the USS Nimitz, when the commander of Nimitz arriving, doesn't say, you know, captain so-and-so. They say Nimitz. In fact, when Nimitz, when the commander of that ship gets on the radio, he says, this is Nimitz himself. Hmm. Right. And people don't understand that that's what executive life is. You are the organization. And if you're cynical, if you're vulgar, like me sometimes, if you're too direct with people, if you're, if you're, if you're brusque with people, then that's who the company is. Right. Uh, that's good. I'm, right. I'm, I'm glad you shared that. And, and, you know, watch the throwaway comments I've been told. Oh, yeah. You know. Just yeah. kidding around and I throw something out there and it's, mm-hmm. it's just, it's inappropriate or in a way that is not motivational for the team. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Some of my hyperbole is probably not motivational <laughs> for my internal team. Are you right. kidding me? How did we get here? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> exactly. Um, so, um, how do I, how do I improve as the head of, and I, I have like, as an example, if I'm the head of software development, I say, am I on a firm foundation or are there still things I need to learn? Because if you keep yeah. getting promoted, you're never on a firm foundation. There's yeah. always some blocks missing. Yeah. You know, so so I, I, I will- And you throw- can't keep playing the same tune all the time. Can't. You're going to get to a level where you're going to play that tune and nobody's going to want to listen. Right. And if you haven't built up other abilities, right. you're on an island. But yeah. while I'm doing that, I ask the next question, which is the next role is CIO. How am I demonstrating I can do that now? Okay, that's okay. good. So and I'm going to have next role, you know, in terms of session planning, I got to think about, okay, next role. What are, absolutely. if that's, if I, if I want that role, what's the gap? Two aspects, yeah. succession, Mark, and also your own development. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Oh, oh I agree. I, I was thinking of it. 
You know, yeah, I was thinking about it from the standpoint of development. Yeah. What yeah. do I, what do I not have? Exactly. All right. So, and, so and folks, if you say to yourself, I I'm good, I'm ready for it. You're smoking crack. You need to put the crack pipe down. Right. The idea, if you're CTO and you're ready to be CIO and the CEO hasn't come and told you, you will be my CIO in 90 days, then you saying you're ready is a lie. You're not, you're not. And you're telling yourself that because it's easier to tell yourself that than to do the hard work of making yourself bulletproof and to be the one that gets chosen. Yeah. Okay. And, um, you know, one of the reasons I do this whole thing with these questions and, you know, question, you know, pop the, in, the, uh, the insights with questions and try to pull them out is because when else are you going to do this? You're never going to do it. When you else are you going to sit down you, and really you, be introspective about if, this. If, now you, if is you're the at the tactical, if you're at the tactical level, the idea that in the middle of that tactical level, you can float up to 30,000 feet, capture an idea that will help you in your development plan, yep. and then go back down and be in that conversation again. Zero. Right. Zero. So now that happen. you've done this, you're really familiar with the stuff that's on the table in front of you. Okay, you're pretty darn familiar with it. You, uh, Mark, I would say that we're ready to distill these insights into some decisions. Okay. Okay. This is the part. We, we you're, we're, you're telling me we're, we have 250 and we're going to turn them into yeah, five or seven? Yeah, 250, Mark. But I guarantee you, if you did this, already you have decisions popping into your head. Right. You're already you can, saying- I, I can oh, glump geez. five of them together and say, yeah. I can solve this with this, 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 You're already this. saying, oh, from a strategy perspective and this perspective and that perspective, I, I think it's time for a new product line. I have the people. I have the, you know, I have this. It's already wow. going to start popping into your head. Stop. Right. Stop. Okay. Slow down just a little bit. Oh, okay? oh, so, so when I'm looking at the 250 and I'm already, <laughs> you're saying no, I yeah, should Because you're going to have a million. It's just okay. gonna, your head's going to explode, right? Okay. And it messes up the table when that happens, right? So, <laughs> um, so, so what I want to do is I want to get to, I want to, I want to get to a few high impact decisions, one, two, or three. That's going to represent my course change, right? No, okay. What number would I have to give you for you to say, no, that's too much? Four. Four. Oh, I thought you were going to say like seven. No, you know what? Okay. These things, and, and you can, this is going to go, well, because I'm going to go back to work and I'm going to have real work to do. Mark, these aren't going to be small. Yeah. Right? Okay. All right. It's fair. not going to be, I have a new assignment for Angie. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be, <laughs> I'm taking on an entire new unit. And these five people are going to be part of it. Mm -hmm. That's the type of decision I'm talking about, right? So um, now, now I, what I want you to do, I want you to group those insights. Okay, you okay? Believe me, on the table, there. This already, is distillation. This is the distillation yeah, process. They are okay, already starting to gravitate. You have all my. I have my personal ones that kind of coming together. My personal development ones. Right. I want to take some classes. I want to learn more about marketing. I want to do this. I want to, those are starting to come together. All the ones that have to do with delegation, they're going to start right. to come together. I want you to group them. Don't stack them okay. so you can't see them. Right. But just, just group them to one point. Visually group together. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Got it. You know, which ones? Oh, can, uh, hey, can I go back? Because we're talking about post-it notes here. I was going to ask you a technology question. Okay, go. There's going to be somebody who's going to write in and say, yeah, I'm not a physical guy. I really like my laptop. I like my iPad. Can I do this on my iPad? Now- I want to hear your answer. I already have my answer, but I want to hear yours. So I'm a more from the Jurassic era 
myself. Yeah, me um, too. I, I think the speed of writing and the visibility provided by looking across a table. I mean, you would have to be a lightning fast typist and you'd have to have a jumbotron um, in, in front of you. Yeah. I mean, hypothetically, you could have a piece of software that you could say, I'm going to type one and I'm going to give it a two by two inch thing on a 60 inch screen. And, I, and, yeah. and, and then I'm going to put a couple of codes on it that give me groupings. I'm going to be able to push a button and they'll be yeah. moved to other things nearby yeah. and so on. It'll be a touch screen. I'll move them and so on. Uh, look, here's my answer. Yeah, Dan just gave me the universal sign for stick your finger down your throat. <laughs> so um, I- I'm just going to tell you guys, I don't believe it can be done. And I think if you're an executive and you're so tied to your laptop that you can't use a larger space than that uh, and use the, the especially unique connection between your hands, your eyes, and your brain, which existed long before your fingertips did and digital memory, um, I think you're going to be at a disadvantage. And I don't think there's any piece of software that will allow you to have 250 things and keep them all in your head the way your head is uniquely capable of surveying the field of 250 items and feel where things are and remember where things are simply because of the physicality and the way your brain sees things. Not, yeah. invent, not invented yeah. yet. I mean, that's Dan like is vi- 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 he's shaking his head a lot. He's not a fur. He's not a, f- uh, a, a frequent podcaster, so <laughs> you don't know this guy's. But he's shaking his head quite vir- vigorously. Uh, I am. I I also like to stand up, back away from the table, walk around the yeah. table, and uh, I think I just don't think there's another way to do this. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. I have done it on a whiteboard though with post its. Um, yeah, and I like that okay. one actually. Yeah, that I like that okay. one because I can stand up the whole day. Well, yeah, my my problem is if I do it over a desk, or you know, I'm going to bend over at the end of three or four hours, my back is going to start hurting. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So tell me what we're doing with distilling. So what we're we? grouping them. We're still grouping them. We're starting um, gr- grouping. You know, them. Uh, some of the ones that have to do with building a specific relationship, say with um, customer care, those are going to come together. Um, you're going to have one that you're going to say this goes with two different groups. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Just write another one and put them in both. Okay. Right? Got it. Um, it. It's you know however you want to do it. It it it's really just there will be some that will float out in the open. A lot of your family ones sometimes might might do that. They're just too okay. important. They don't go with another group. Right. But now take a step back. So now once you group them, I promise you, you are going to start forming even more like more solid decisions in your head. In other words, three or four of them, it's almost like you're watching a movie where they highlight certain things so you can see how the protagonist is doing it. And you realize those four things are all similar and they go into this one larger thing. Exactly. Huh. Okay. Okay. And you're, you're, you're ready to start making these decisions. But one thing I want you to do is that index card where you wrote down your little I will statements you know, uh-huh. when I'm done yeah. with this, when I on my new course, right? I will never mind. I will have more time for strategic activity. Right. I will make, be more predictable for my family's calendar, and I will promote a you know a learning and and um, organization. You know that, right. that sort of thing, right? Those those were my I will statements back when I did this the first right. time. Okay. Right. You're going to pull out yours. You're going to lay it on the table, and you're going to say, with all the things that I learned. Oh, I like this. From my inputs, personal, 
professional organization and, you know, and firm. I have everything here. All these things are feet, you know, all these things I learned. I want to get to these, this, these conditions. What are the big decisions I need to make? And they're right there. What, what are the big decisions I need to make? Exactly. Yeah. Now you wow. take out a notepad because you're going to start writing down decisions that you would like to make coming out of this session. Boy, I kind of thought you were going to tell me to manipulate the the, the post-it notes a lot more and so yeah. on. But you're saying you're saying when you get a when you when you get a good vision of the field, yeah. it's just gonna it's just gonna float above it really obviously. The, th the thing is, it's going to start floating above it as soon as you start putting these things on the table. Right. And right? you have to avoid right? the temptation. And, and you have to avoid temptation because we're executives, right? You, you're yeah. going to want it. You're going to want to use system one. Yeah. Right? Which ah. is boom, 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 boom. Oh, I could fix that. Yeah. You know? Oh, there's a team that has more than the other team. Oh, I know what I'm going to do with move those people over there. Two things, yeah. right? And then all yeah. of a sudden you look at your strategy and you're like, oh, I'm missing this whole piece. I'm going to need those people. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, and you know what? I need to free up my weekends now. So I'm going to need to create harder delegation. And that means I need to get rid of this entire thing that I'm doing. Yeah. I might have to give it to a colleague, ask a colleague to take mm -hmm. something on. You know, these are all things you won't get to unless you distill these things. Yeah. All right. Wow. And so you, you mentioned it. You're going to write down a draft of your decisions. Yeah, you're going to draft them. Yeah. Okay. And you're probably going to have too many, Mark. How, how many? Okay, but w the goal is three at most. The goal is three at most, big ones. Um, how right? many? When you've done it, when you've done it before, have you started with ten and then whittled yeah, them down oh, yeah. to three? Yeah, I have yeah. filled a page and a little bit of the back of the page. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you know, and then what I usually do is I try to I I try to tune those decisions a little bit, and okay. I ask myself some hard questions that make me not do some and consolidate others. Okay, so what, what when you look at this list, how give can you help the audience? What what are you um, what questions are you asking yourself to help you figure so, out what's important? Right. So I I have in my career been an overtuner sometimes. Overtuner. Yeah. Sometimes I I move too many levers. <laughs> right in an organization. Right. So one of the my first question I ask me is. What if I, I'll take each decision that I wrote and said, what if I did nothing with this now? Okay. Okay. Can or should this be in, deferred? So in other words, in six months, will this still have value? Absolutely. Or, yeah, is, just, is, to, just to give me bandwidth. Is this a January 3rd thing or is this a June thing? Okay. Right? If I take action on this, is there a way that this can actually make things worse? Okay. Oh. In other what, words, risk assessment of, of risk of, assessment. What yeah. are the, uh, hey? What are the unintended consequences that could happen here? Okay, so I need to do some thinking about these things. Well, if I if I hand off this organization, ooh, that means at the end of the year, you know, some of the real strategic things happening in the firm are no longer happening in my department. <laughs> you know, I mean, is that a good thing? You know, um, what are the second order impacts? You know, it's try just try to do a little bit of thinking. This, and okay. like I said, this is a hard day. You're doing some deep thinking. What could be a better way to do this that's unpopular, but that I might be dismissing it? And Mark, oh, I there have been a few times where I, I finally got, I sat down and this question said, you know what? I've been managing around this person for four years. Yeah. Do it. 
I got to move on it. I got yeah. I got to move this person Band-Aid. out of this role. Rip the bandaid off. Yeah. And uh, you know I'm going to do it. I'm going to start tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to do that right yeah. now. And yeah. um and, and that that question is a very important question. What might be yeah. unpopular? Am I preventing myself from thinking about that? Yeah. I got to tell you, you're probably not really truly an executive in heart and soul until you're willing to make tough decisions around people because you know the organization needs to be in this direction and that person won't help. Yeah. And that may sound harsh, guys, and it's not popular in the world today, but the organization trumps the individual, whether, whether you like to admit it or not. And the executive is the organization. Right. And while you're thinking about it with people, if you're looking at one of your decisions has to do with an entire function that you have. Right. You know, maybe we shouldn't be doing this anymore. Okay? Yeah. Okay. And that'll impact sure. more than just a few people. Um, you know, that those are those are the heart-wrenching ones, Mark. Yeah. Um, and that's all part of this. Okay. I try to look at my decisions and say, if it's a really good year, will I need these? If it's a really bad year. Oh, okay. How many, you know, how do these pop out? I try to look at it in different lights, shine different lights on it, different color light and see how they look. Um, right. Where's my bias inside of this list? Ooh. Oh, yeah. I can already think of some things that I'll enjoy doing that I really, that jazz me as opposed to other stuff. So I've got, I, I could see biases already. Yeah. Maybe yeah. someone else should be doing some of those things. Yeah. Okay. Good. Am I considering the immediate over the important? Yeah, I think that's a transition from manager to executive, immediate versus important. Yeah. If you create a list of questions like these and you go through these decisions, I guarantee you, you are going to take some of them off the list for now. Yeah, you're just going to have to cut them. They're just going to They're just not going to be. Yeah. Um, Other ones will come together because you're going to realize that, ooh, the uh, the second order impact from this one is going to impact. Yeah, I should really do these two at the same time. That's one decision. Right. Okay. It's one decision. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to make a decision on these three people. I'm going to, I'm going to make a decision on this entire function. Right. Yeah. And then I'll work those three as tasks. Right. Okay. Where I'll work okay. with the folks individually and do what I need to do. Right. So um, it really, it really does come together. You'll end up with a, a, a shorter list and you may still have to trim some and say, right. what is the most high impact thing I can do? Right. If I just did one thing, what would it be? So if you had three things on your list, did you always start working on all three or did you work on the first and then finish and then work on the second and then work on the third? I always picked ones I could do at once. Okay. So the first, the three that you mentioned, no more than three, Mm -hmm. those are all stuff that on day one, on January 3rd, you're going to be in the office making, moving in that direction. Yeah. And that's yeah. why three was the most mark. Normally, it would be two. Because you're going to come back to email and meetings and yeah. and yeah. changes in policy and everything else. Yeah. Okay. So at this point, and and the way this I would do it, I got to tell you, I can't wait to do this. It's 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 a lot of fun, but it, at the end of this day, you you're going to sleep. You're going to sleep pretty well. Well, and it, it occurs to me. I, I I'd like to ask you for for my own edification, personal edification. Uh, I, I could do this, but it's a in in my particular case. You know our company. You know Mike and I. Can Mike and I do it individually? So there is a way I like to do it with a team. 
Okay, you start with the original documents together, you go off and you do some of it, and then you do the distillation together. Okay. So it goes off, it goes personal because you're gonna have personal decisions you're gonna, you know, that are gonna come yeah. into it. But then right. you bring it together, the company ones you're gonna bring together. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, I hate to do this to you on air, but but would you be willing? We'll be happy to pay your fee. Would you be willing to help us with it? Oh, I'd love to. Are you kidding? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Good. Yeah. All right. That's exciting. I mean, this is the kind of stuff. This feels leaderish to me, as opposed <laughs> to managerish or writing a podcast ish. Yeah. Right. This is this, well, this is charting the future of the company. Th this is leaderish because this is this is independent thought. Yeah. Right? This is really independent thought. This and is getting of, out of the river. Yeah. A it's lot getting of people out of prefer the, the comfort of the crowd. Oh yeah. And this is not the comfort of the crowd here. Right? Yeah. This is oh, a yeah. real step out in front of the line. Yeah. All right. So I, now I have now I have a couple of decisions, and I, and I always do this test. What if I just did one, one? Which would it be? Oh, so you're gonna you're you're gonna make a big Kahuna moment, like okay, I, I got three. I'm gonna. Say, there's gonna be one. Yeah, yeah. If there's gonna be one. Which would it be? And then I'll and then sometimes I'll say I can't just do one. I have to do these two. Um, okay. And then those will be the two. And if I can find any way to trim it, I will. All right, but three is max mark. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, but you know what? At this point, you know what I have? I have the decisions that are going to make my course change. Oh yeah. Okay. So before I break out the scotch, right? Okay. okay. Which I want to do. All right? Yeah, you do. Um, I want to pat myself on the back. I'm going to take a little break here. You know, usually I'll walk around and everything because I have one last thing to do with the decisions. I like okay. to expand each decision into a few steps in sequence, just so that I can go to bed that night knowing the, the next five things I'm going to do on you're, each one of them. Yeah, yeah. you're not sitting there thinking, okay, there's a lot of work to be done. I still have to plan the future kind yeah. of thing. You've gotten to start. I yeah. made this big decision. I'll think about it tomorrow. I don't want oh, to Oh my God. Yeah, that, that, that right. sounds bad. So you're I almost agree. there. You're like on the goal line. For goodness yeah. sake, punch it in. Right? Punch it in. Yeah. All right. So, so I'll give you an example, right? I once made a decision that, um, I, you know, I had all these insights coming together saying that I was overwhelmed. I needed more time and everything pointed to the fact that it was all interruptions, Mark. Okay. okay. And all it was right. because I had 11 direct reports and each one of them had production issues oh. once a week. Yeah. Okay. So, but when you added it all up, they all, they yeah. ended up in various ways. I'm in, in your desk. Yeah. Right? So I, I made a decision, very controversial decision that I would take my best manager at production manage, management, a woman named Gina, and I'm going to mm -hmm. have her own production support. Okay. Across the entire organization. Right. So they she, weren't coming to you anymore. She they had a good her. feel for it. She had, was a great process person and a great metrics person. Okay. okay. And she was respected by the business, right? Still not super popular. Right. Okay. So I, I said, I'm going to, I'm going to, my decision was I'm going to have somebody own production support tasks across the group to free up my time to do the board presentations that my manager wants me to do because I'm not focusing on them. Okay. Yeah. So all I did was I said, okay, what am I going to do? First off, I'm going to inform my manager. Right. Right. Yeah. Then I'm going to pull Gina aside and let her know what I'm doing. Okay. okay. I'm going to pull in the rest of my directs. I'm going to let them know. Okay. 
I'll spend the time reallocating responsibilities among the directs. Right. Ensure you, you just you just bought a bunch of her time, and you gotta you gotta yeah figure out where some of her other time goes. She's dumping yeah. some of her stuff, and all the directs yep. are dumping some of the stuff on her, and I'm reallocating her responsibilities accordingly. Exactly. A lot yeah. of moving parts. Okay. Yeah. I want I want assent from every single one of my managers that they will support her and this decision. Okay, I'll get that, and then I, and then once I have all that, then comes out the big announcement. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, in other words, you're doing this in your special off day, yeah. in your waypoint day, and you're just planning out the first four or five steps so that I just so so that you're not going to go so you're not going to go into the office on January third, assuming you do this at Christmas break. And say, I need two hours to plan out what I'm going to do with these great big decisions. Right. You're actually, because of course, as you know, as we teach at Manager Tools, a decision is not just a choice. A decision is a choice and action around it. Right. And so, so what you did is you turned it into a decision. You turned your choice to do that into a decision by saying, this is the plan of how we're going to get there. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's almost all the way there. Put it that way. Yeah, exactly. Um, and all I do, I, and, and Mark, I'm not building a Gantt chart. I'm not writing down an exhaustive list. I literally listed, you know, talk to Rich, talk to Gina. You know, yeah, re that's re all. Reestablish yeah. the responsibilities. Bang, bang, bang. That's all I did. That's it. Well, the problem is if you don't do that and you go to work oh. and you don't have that list in your head and then Gina pops into your office, you suddenly think, I need to talk to Gina without thinking through the first four or five steps, and then you don't talk to Rich. You talk to Gina, Gina's on board, and then you go talk to Rich, and he says, oh, nay, nay, I'm going to take her away from you in 90 yeah. days. Or he says, oh, yeah. good, because I'm giving you a new yeah. job or something yeah. like that, right? exactly. So, yeah, um, so, yeah. so, so that, that's the sort of thing. So all I do is I take my one, two, or three decisions, and I just build them out to be a little bit more of a vector and not so much as a scale. Yes. Right? Yeah, okay. Right? And that's it. That's it. Um, that's it. Actually, done. you're done. I'm going to bed, man toast okay is it but it but you're not saying you're going to bed because it's eight o'clock at night does it take that long uh no 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 i usually no. i finish at three three in the afternoon four in the afternoon yeah. okay um you know go home and i'm i'm probably from for that evening i'm probably more relaxed yeah than i have been in the previous six months it always you know feels good you know you know what this makes me think it's it's like we need to figure out how to increase the cycle time so this happens more often. <laughs> it's expensive. I mean, think about the amount of time it takes yeah. and, and the gathering of information, the energy it takes. It, it's it's yeah. not an easy process. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, though. I don't know, though. I don't think of it as expensive if it's priceless, which is essentially this is core executive level thinking and doing. Yeah. 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 Okay, good. All right, but but you're not going to leave us hanging there, right? No, I mean, we're okay, going to go to work. That that's the waypoint. But but it's one thing. A waypoint is okay. I was going this direction. Now I'm going a new direction. Yeah. So well, help all, me about the new direction. All the did all you did was turn the ship. It hasn't started moving. Yeah, the ship. Yet. ship yeah, <laughs> I like to tell people that it. You know, CEOs take say it takes seven years to change a billion dollar organization if exactly. you really want to change the culture. It's like turning a super tanker. It's turning a super tanker. I, I think what what is it like? They're 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 turning radius like five miles. Yeah, I mean you. Yeah. Oh, it could be um, if you turn ninety degrees, you know, right angle. By the time the ship is facing that right angle, you've still gone thirteen nautical miles in the original Thir direction. 
13 miles. Okay. Yeah. So depending on okay. speed and, you know, how much yeah, oil yeah, you're yeah. carrying. But it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Hua. All right. Okay. So step four, fi final step or final step, step five. Right? We're going to yeah. act now. Right? Act. Okay. So again, and you address this, right? Um, you know, we, <laughs> we only have good intentions, right? At, th at this point, at this we point, intend to do en enable these things. We have right? intent, yeah. right? Because we have Drucker who says it has to become someone's work responsibility, work assignment responsibility until then it's only good intentions, right? I love that. I love that, man. I yeah, really do. That's, yeah. that's so good, you know? And how many times you walk out of an offsite with an agreement and you know yeah. nothing's going to happen afterwards because <sighs> nobody yeah. has assigned it, right? Yeah. So um, that's that's more common than than actually having assignments. So yeah, and then there's, there's there's this thing about I made the decision. I want to act immediately, right? And Mark, you must have some. Uh, you're a Napoleon guy, right? You must have something that that has something you know that says something that don't sit on your decisions. Oh wow! Well. <laughs> well Okay, other than my quote from John Brown's body, my probably favorite leadership quote of all time is Napoleon. If you start to take Vienna, take Vienna. Somebody actually asked Napoleon, what was his guidance? And he, he, he said, if you start to take Vienna, take Vienna. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're going to go through all this work to put your best foot forward, only drag your other one behind. Exactly. It's... You ought to go back to being a manager if you're going to do that. Yeah. This first day is a big day. And I recommend actually setting up some meetings, even placeholders, with your manager and your team members, even before you do the full day session. Oh, yeah. Have the catalytic mechanism to yeah. have those meetings already in place. Yeah. Okay? If you work with a mentor or you have a colleague or even you know, the day you do the waypoint, have the decision with your spouse if that's the person who keeps you honest, right? Yeah, but sure. have have those those conversations of here's what I'm going to do. Here's my three statements of of conditions that I want to meet, and here are some decisions I made, and I want to roll them out over the next few weeks. You should have somebody asking you, you know, once a week, how's it going? Are you there? Yeah. Did you have all the conversations? How, how was it hard? Have you really done it? Did you really yeah. build that relationship? You know, I got to tell you, th th this is one of those things where Mike and I would build an office if we could, and it would be nothing but whiteboards on the wall, and all the walls would be whiteboards, and so anybody could brainstorm anytime they wanted or plan anytime they wanted. But that thing of every week having somebody check in, uh, we all get so focused on oh, I can put it on my computer and it can be in my computer and so on. It, it can't helps. be in your computer. I, I really, I mean, look, the task and deliverables, fine, the tracking and so on. And so, sure. But, but, but I got to tell you, if you really want to do this, there's got to be something visible. If you're an executive, if you've got a conference room and you want half the conference room wall to have your plan. In fact, I would argue you're much more likely to achieve it if you share it publicly and everybody knows and there's tracking on it. And so if you are behind, everybody else is going to see that when they go into your conference room. Yeah. I mean, you might as well just just put the sheet out into the wind and let people know. Fly the flag because yeah, I work with a lot of people, Mark, and they'll, you know they'll decide on something like I'm going to reorganize my team to do this, and I'll say, "Do you mean it?" Because yeah. I'm going to call you. Yeah, I'm going to call Every you week. again and again and again until it's done. done. It. And if done they it. don't balk, they meant it. Yeah, exactly. You yeah, know? go ahead, call me, and I do it. You know, with some folks, yeah. I do it. You know, it's yeah. fun. 
Um, so, so yeah, so have somebody check you on your work and then start right away. Have that first conversation, whomever it's with, have right. that first conversation and go, go, go. Yeah. Work did you steps. feel like, did you, one of the things I hear from a lot of managers and you'll have to give me a minute to set the question up, but I, I get the impression that a lot of managers believe that there is a right answer and they don't have it. So they go through this waypoint and they've come up with a better answer, but they're still comparing it to some perfect answer that some superstar person would come up with. Did you ever feel like, I feel good about these things, but not great, or um, the waypoint is better than what I was, but it's still not the 64, it's not the whole ball of wax or whatever? There's a couple of things. One, it is a fundamental change in your course, but it's incremental improvement in the big picture. Okay. Right? You're not going to, I mean, look, I am not going to become a concert pianist after doing this process. Right. Okay? Right. But I may move some things around so I can learn piano. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, and then the other thing is the comparison thing. You know, that's, you know, comparison's the thief of joy in some uh, ways. Right. It, it is. Um, and and I, I, 30% of managers in the world, that's what they do. Like, well, that's not perfect. Yeah. yeah okay. And, well, and hold your breath. The, what I've learned the most in my career is that there's a lot more win win than you think there is. Okay. If you have colleagues winning and you generally are happy about that, your life is going to be a whole lot better than if you're not. Right. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's really good. Yeah. It's um, going to be a lot worse if you're not, if you, if you're not happy for him. But I feel, I would feel good because every time I've done this, I've felt great, especially at the beginning, the first few weeks, months is because I have created change. And these decisions, these are, palpable man somebody owns something new okay yeah. i am coaching somebody through something new i have moved some things around in my organization i've created some energy people know i'm going to do it and i'm going to back it up right and not only that when people ask you why you did it oh my gosh you asked yourself yeah, so yeah, many yeah. questions that day right you have the answers like this well, I thought about this. I, yeah. I worried about this. I considered that. I considered like, wow. And when you, you really look at all that thing. stuff, yeah, absolutely. Then wow. it all just coalesced for me, and it was clear that this is what had to be done. Wow. Your colleagues yeah. will notice this in a positive yeah. way. Oh, yeah. And your managers will too, <laughs> the leadership. Um, and look, Mark, this is not uncommon, right? You study leaders in history and business. The, the separate yourself to observe, be introspective, and take action. Yes, I think this is a great example of what I see writers write all the time. You need to somebody, be somebody who drives change. Well, frankly, most of the writers have never been executive. They don't really know what the heck that means when they say you should drive change. But this is what that is. Yeah. It's not just telling people to be on time with their deadlines, which is a big part of what managers do. It's also saying there's a better direction for us to go. I need to figure out what that direction is. I need to come up with a plan for it. And they need to ensure that the direction gets, we turn in the right direction and we follow through on the decisions I made right. that made us go from Northeast to North, Northeast or Northeast to North. This is what driving change is all about. And you can literally do it with no more than a week's worth of work. And as an executive, it starts with you. 
Okay. I will address one thing that somebody brought up with me about this, Mark. Somebody said, well, you know, this is kind of, uh, this is almost like a dictatorship type thing. You're, you're driving uh, all the change. My answer <laughs> to that was no, because one of my decisions and one of my favorite decisions was I am going to pull together an offsite and we are going to sit together and determine whether we're doing A or B. Okay. Right. It was okay. my decision to do it. Right. But my decision was, I am not qualified to figure this out myself. I need everybody on right. side, including colleagues, people from other organizations, consultants, right. and everybody. Right. So, I, you know, you got to be a little bit careful when, you know. Yeah. But I think as an executive, yeah. change starts with us. I, yeah. And we have I to would say, it. though, a lot of the people that say that, well, this sounds dictatorial. Yeah. Um, yeah, they really, I'm, I'm sorry, I'll just be blunt. I'll, I'll change my spots for a minute and just be direct and blunt and <laughs> candid and say, those people don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. They think that big organizations are a bunch of people sitting around holding hands. The fact is, if you're running a thousand person organization, you, you have to make the big decisions. You have to socialize them. You have to get input. You have to know what you're talking about. But ultimately, the decision is going to be yours. And if you have good trusting relationships with all your direct reports, they will recall that you've asked them all these things and you've thought about it. And, and you'll probably include them in the decision process going forward. Yep. But this idea that it, it's, yeah, yeah, you're at the top and you're uh, making decisions. Uh, Let if, me tell you, if the people at the top don't make decisions, you might as well find somewhere else to work. Right. If you're looking for a committee to form and you're an executive, uh, you're not going to be yeah. there very long. No, never going to happen. No. And and the point that you made that I remember you making the first time was every single person who's listening to us now has the ability to do this Absolutely. on their own. It's in their toolbox now. No software, no hardware. Yeah, you don't need no, it. You don't need anything. You don't, yeah. Bunch of post-it notes um, and a table. And time. And, and And you can use this when you've had a rough year and you need a, a reset. Yeah. You you can have it, you can use it when it's you've had a good year, but you realize now you have more capacity or your team is capable of more, or you believe you're well positioned to take advantage of a unique opportunity, and you can hit the accelerator. Yep. You can say, okay, we can't keep going the way we're going because pretty soon the world will pass us by. So we have to accelerate. Yep. Yeah. And when you're in pain for gain and just revision, those three things. In pain for gain or just revisions. Just, yeah. I want to be clear about what my revisions are going to be. Yeah. In it's in everybody's months. best interest if we do yeah. these things, you know? Yeah. And that's where, you, yeah. you know, obviously I would like to operate where I'm being visionary all the time, but sometimes I did this mark when things just went upside down on me. Right. You know, and uh, you know, we yeah. just announced a merger and it's not going to be a pleasant one. I need to think through what I need to do for the organization right. in order to get through this with my family. Yeah, just in in response, and, yeah. not as as a leader, but in response to yeah. an unavoidable event. Yeah, yeah, it's happened. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, and and I believe, look, this is um, this incredible power in this, um, and and the most exciting. Just watch what happens. The reactions are priceless. Really? Everyone from your team, especially my colleagues, like, dude, what did you do in that yeah. staff meeting? <laughs> like, what have you been doing? Like, what did you do over the holidays? Yeah. Did you like, did you take any time off? I'm like, yeah, I did. I, I worked one day. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know? Um, Ooh, that it, sounds bad. It's just never, I, I mean, I just every single time. Every single yeah. time I've done it, it's been great. So I really hope that uh, the folks get something out of this. This has been, yeah. I love doing it. It's, it's just a lot of fun too. The Dan McGuire Executive Waypoint. <laughs> it's not just an executive waypoint. It's the Dan McGuire Executive Waypoint. <laughs> if they can be called Horseman's Laws, this can be called the Dan McGuire Executive Waypoint. <laughs> And and you could just you could just see ten years from now some executive is going to send us a note, copy both of us, and say, uh, somebody asked me what I did. I and he's going to say I McGuired it. I McGuired it. And yeah. and for once, McGuire won't just be a hump a hump on the horseman <laughs> curve. All right, folks, this has been uh, a treat for me, and uh, I hope for Dan as well. Dan has given his time freely to create for us the first ever Executive Tools cast. And Dan, I uh, I miss Mike, but I'm just thrilled that you were willing to share this with us. I miss Thank Mike you. too. This has been a lot yeah. of fun, Mark. Our thanks to Dan McGuire and to the hundreds of thousands of listeners and tens of thousands of licensees who have made Manager Tools over 16 years possible that led to our being able to satisfy so many people's requested desire to hear from us regarding executive tools. See you in a couple of weeks.